I think it says a lot too, doesn't it, about um, Scott Robertson's coaching ability because mm-hmm. this is the second week in a row where we've seen a team find a way of making life difficult for the Crusaders. And, uh, you know, against against the Hurricanes, I think it was the way they executed their line-out really quickly to stop uh, Whitelock and Barrett's setting and reading the plays. They came up with that, and then in the second half, they, you know, in the sheds, they came up with a way, way of countering it, and we saw the same against the Highlanders. Um, so on the fly, in terms of having a plan B, a plan C, being able to tweak his system and, and get the players to do what he wants to counter what the opposition coaches are doing. Scott Robertson's proving to be tactically very astute. And his belief, you know, his players believe in the fact that they can face adversity and fight back. And, you know, I go all the way back to, to our time and, you know, this is a little bit of a correlation, but the game's played at a different pace and tempo now from, from when I was playing. But our, our, our mantra through that period where we came up against sides that were easily better equipped than us, more talented and on their day they could tear you apart but our, our mantra was and, and our, our mindset was well okay that's fine but we, we where you need to try and find a way is to try and find a way through our resilience because as much as you throw at us we're just going to keep defending we'll keep getting up and we'll keep going and we'll uh, um, ask answer every question that you're throwing at us but it's, it's, it's a battle of mental power here because we know that we can't compete against your strike power, but we certainly can with a bit of uh, we can with a bit of heart and a bit of culture and a bit of you know you look at your mate beside you and and he's just made three tackles on the bounce and you're thinking, geez mate you're you're all right grab him by the collar and pull him up and go you can make a fourth come on, and I'm with you and that 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 is what in essence and you know I'm sure that people who are tuning in, who watch the Crusaders from outside of the Crusaders franchise and go, what the hell is the, are these guys about? Or people that are from within that franchise will say, yes, I see that. And how do they get that? And the one thing that I will say, a great captain of mine, a great player and a great person, um, he probably struggled to get that out of the players, was Todd Blackadder. Um, and, and I think he'd probably be the first to admit it, that, he had that hard-nosed approach, but he didn't quite find that little niche that went missing for a bit where the Crusaders weren't winning titles. Like, if you look at Toddy's record, honestly, you boil it down. Like, Google him as a coach of the Crusaders, and he could coach any super team in the comp um, with the record that he formulated. But the only thing he didn't do, I think he only missed out on the on the finals one year of his tenure. The rest of the time he's in the semis or a final, he didn't win the final. And that, that that's the difference between um, being replete with, you know, getting to a semi-final season was good, we're happy. Crusaders now not happy with that. You have to be winning finals. And Scott Robertson tapped into that again, went back to a little bit of old school, and that's the difference. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you know, I think um, it's interesting you you make that point about Blackadder because I remember having conversations with people and just thinking, how is he? And, and this may be down more to the All Black coaching than to than to him and and, and his options. But you know, with mm. pretty much the All Black tight five, Richie McCaw and Dan Carter, it's like how are you not winning this every year? Exactly, and they were playing good rugby, but I remember seeing games 
under his tenure where the Crusaders uh, leaked points and leaked tries where they usually wouldn't. And I know you're thinking, well, how the hell do you sort of break that down? But I, I remember actually yeah, working the games and commentating on the games and thinking this is a time usually where the Crusaders will bar up and they won't be broken. And they conceded easier than what they had done previously and historically. And th- th- it's nothing, mate. Like when you're talking percentages, it's it's 3 or 4%, 5% max. But it's significant where you're looking at this competition where it is now and even when he was coaching of that 4 or 5% is massive in a game where you don't concede – where you do stand up, you do defend, or you do attack, and you do take that opportunity. And that's very evident. Like, the, the, the games at the weekend really show that for people that are listening, thinking, well, where are you really going with this? Well, I'll say, you know, the, the Highlanders were one point within the Crusaders at the 68th minute, uh, and the Hurricanes were, I don't know, something like 12, 13, 14 points, whatever it might be, behind the Blues with 12 or 13 minutes to go. At that stage of both of those games, one team for that basically 10-minute uh, period have to stand up and, and they have to know what they're very good at. And the Crusaders in the past have been very good at that 10-minute period or that period before half time or just after half time of putting points on or when the opposition are on a real roll. You know, we've got Lomu, Cullen, Umanga, um, coming at us, you know, uh, Uramir, whatever it might be, the Hurricanes are a magnificent side. We just told ourselves, we got together and went, boys, they've had the ball for 15 minutes and they still haven't broken us. Look at them. They're fatigued from attacking us and they've got no confidence out of the fact that they haven't been able to get across the try line. Hang in there and they'll go away and then we'll have our moment. And I think just that little period that Toddy had them, they just lost that 5%. And that's harsh. Because like I said, like the Blues, any any country, uh, any province, I should say, or franchise in the country would have taken Todd as a coach, given his record. Um, he's just the basic victim of the incredible success and the, the the expectations that the Crusaders now have for that franchise. 